Thank you all. Welcome again to the next episode of Coding Talks. This is about microservices. In the last episode, we have discussed about understanding what is microservices architecture with relation to AWS services. We understood some of the distinct features of microservices as well as some of the mis- misunderstandings that can happen when developing a microservices architecture and how to avoid all those things feel free to listen that episode in case uh, if you are not uh, having any understanding about those things today in this episode we will be looking at how we can migrate an existing monolithic application to microservices and what all considerations we should consider before deploying such an application to uh, my uh, uh, microservice microservice is a trending word out these days many of the organizations are already adopting it we have learned about it in the past episode uh, myself vishnu i am a dotnet programmer from tiruvananthapuram kerala state i have uh work experience with the different uh, organizational projects working with the different cloud technologies like microsoft azure aws and all then i am a community builder for aws storage as well i welcome you to kindly listen all my podcast as well as my youtube channel now coming to the migration part because uh nowadays the adoption because of the adoption of cloud technologies and on demand cloud services are available from providers like aws many will be thinking can i migrate my existing monolithic application to a microservice kind of architecture uh, definitely the uh, migrating to microservice has its benefits like it provides independent scalability uh, in the uh, less coupling high cohesion and all and teams can work independently uh, irrespective of the technologies those all are the advantages but for a trivial application or if the application is not that much large then considering um, a microservice form of architecture would not be helpful if you foresee an future for your application like there will be an uh, growth that can happen then definitely adopting microservice would be good or if you feel that at some point of time your application will be scaled massively or the, if there is a need for independently scaling the different part of your application to provide better functionality for your customers then microservice would be a good fit there are different things that you need to understand whether you need to convert your existing application to microservice or not like i said migrating has its advantages but it has challenges as well like microservice uh, increases the complexity properly architecting a microservice architecture would be a very difficult especially to consider all the different uh, less coupling and high cohesion 
considerations and all for microservices it would be a bit uh, extra work required to develop and maintain design develop and maintain such an application maintain part will be easier because you can build and deploy that independently but the initial stage would be a bit tougher so that part you need to consider and even after considering all those things and if you feel like you can convert an existing application to microservice then the next thing you would need to aware of is you need to uh, identify what all are the uh, reversible as well as the irreversible things that can happen as part of migration sometimes your application existing monolithic application and its api may be used by different clients and if you change the api that's an irreversible operation your client needs to be communicated with that in advance of migration similarly some of the other things like the adopting a new library for your application than the existing one when converting it to a microservice and also you can try out experiing with a new programming language as well maybe your existing application uh, let it be a web application which was developed using the old javascript technology and if you feel like there are advantages of using some of the newer javascript frameworks like angular or libraries like react then you can try experimenting with a new programming language as well such changes are reversible because once you uh, feel that a new language or library is not suitable for your uh, or doesn't serve any purpose then you can reverse that Rever- this kind of reversible and irreversible irreversible things are there in uh, in at the time of migration first we need to identify those things so it can also be think as like one way door or two way door changeable decisions and uh, ir- uh, ir- uh, changeable things and irreversible things so these th- things uh, consider first next thing we need to uh, once we have a clear idea of what all things we need to change for our migration uh, what all benefits we get and next thing we can consider is uh, the uh, prioritization of activities that needs to be done for migration so there is a, a word from the martin fowler which says that if you try to migrate your entire application to a different uh, structure all at once it will lead to a big mess that same applies for the migration to microservices as well it equally applies to whatever things we need to do it incrementally therefore the conversion of monolith application to microservices should happen in an incremental fashion to consider what all things are necessary we need to prioritize the different things imagine if it's a shopping application which is made 
or developed using the monolithic uh, structure once we identify that this application is a good candidate for migration to microservices then based on the business uh, domain and by applying the principles of information hiding where we set a boundary for each particular area uh, grouped by the uh, business domain code then we can uh, come to a um, set of services like the stock management service then the dispatch service for dis- dispatching then there can be an invoicing service which deals with invoices then there can be a loyalty service then uh, in addition to that there can be other services like the order management service or the notification service in whatever way we can decompose our monolithic application to a smaller modular service we can do that and once that is done based on the level of the uh, based on the um, based on the principles of information hiding and the domain driven design and not by the and the competency of language where which your teams have so we can more, we can divide an application based on the capability or skill set that our team have for migration but that uh, is not applicable here we should consider only the business level boundary and that should be the only thing we should consider for Uh, decomposing an application to modular service once we identify such a set of services or good candidates for decomposition we can prioritize that using the a method called the prioritization quadrant if you search in google you will get an understanding of how it will looks like it can be think of as a graph where it have four distinct sections a left um a uh, kind of a rectangle where it's divided into four areas and it can be fit inside a graph and on the extreme right side top we can consider the candidates which provides more benefits by looking at that graph on the top right side we can identify the best candidates that are fit for migration or best services that can be considered for migration and next question that comes to your mind is how do we identify the best candidates uh, best candidates can be identified by considering different things uh, one consideration is like uh, what benefit that particular service migration would provide you maybe uh, if your existing monolithic application is not capable of scaling then you can adopt a new technology and develop a new service and by adopting such a microservice architecture for that service like the invoicing or the loyalty uh, maybe you will feel that more customers would come or you can serve more customers or in a more uh, it can improve the application performance and that way it will save some of the cost not only that sometimes uh, your monolithic application may not 
uh, how develop um, sometimes uh, uh, there might be chance where your existing monolithic application uh, may have developed with older technologies and not have any crowd related technologies or any adoption of such technologies at all in that case by migrating such services to a cloud native technology then it provide additional benefits of cost saving as well as scalability that 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 are the things that you would get from a properly architected cloud application that also you would get different such factors can say can be considered for uh, identifying the be- most benefited candidates and that can be prioritized on top of the prioritization quadrant graph there can be another consideration as well sometimes the cost may not be a factor there can be another thing like the complexity of how easy we can migrate an appli- uh, um, migrate a part of an application based on that also you can decide there is no proper structure for identifying the best candidates it comes to whatever organization wants sometimes there might be limited resources and the ease of migration would be the best thing that you prefer sometimes uh, your organization may not be confident with the migration so having something uh, to migrate initially and they want to see the feedback that is what they prefer this way different considerations can you can consider once you identify the prioritization quadrant then your teams can work on that and in that way incrementally you can adopt the microservice pattern then when implementing the microservice pattern especially during micro uh, services migration i am uh, entirely focusing this app uh, this particular episode on migrating existing monolithic application to the uh, microservices if you are if you want an episode that focused entirely on microservices please listen the previous episode this is purely focusing on migrating a monolithic application to and the microservices architecture by identifying the important priorities or prioritized candidates using the prioritized prioritized prioritization quadrant then next we can use a pattern called the strangler fig pattern where we can decompose a monolith application incrementally to the microservices strangler pattern is easy to understand it's simply incremental uh, decomposition to microservices based on the prioritization quadrant so if you identified that cart service or user service or account service are very popular so that we can increase our sales then uh, um, on the top of the prioritization quadrant these three will be there and you will be uh, c- converting one by one these services into the uh, microservice pattern so while doing this uh, you will adopt another own thing called the anti corruption layer this is required because um, you may not be de- decommissioning your existing monolithic application you will be incrementally uh, converting that to microservices so at the initial time maybe card service and the maybe payment service 
you may be developed you 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 will be developing with uh, the microservice and you will be uh, you will be um, uh, joining that new services with your existing monolithic service through an anti corruption layer so this anti corruption layer is important because it translates the existing uh, data from the monolithic application to be fit for the new services so it uh, so, so the data will be in a correct form so this acl or anti corruption layer is very important for integrating the newer service we will be doing that integration one by one so this anti corruption layer sits in between your new uh, microservice modules and in between your existing monolithic application so as we progress we will be uh, decommissioning the different parts of the monolithic system uh, till then the acl will be there and once everything is uh, converted to the microservice through the different services then the existing um, monolithic application will be decommissioned so that's the process so acl is important for integration this acl is used as a means to communicate between the bounded context uh, so it translates from one context to the other one context means your existing application to the other so that data in each context reflects the language and the way that one context thinks and talks about the data so once all the different services are uh, converted your uh, migration will reach an end state and at that time existing application can be uh, existing monolithic application can be decommissioned to uh, help with this there is a service in aws called the refactor space which is part of the aws migration uh, so the advantage that this service provides is you can uh, have multiple aws accounts and you can orchestrate all the different services or the micro services using the refactor service and the refactor service uh, will orchestrate all the different service and finally uh, it will uh, it will create an environment and its out- output so that you can have a base route where uh, that will be the gateway for your application and you can have different other services that they are working on behind Uh, and each can be developed using different ways usually the aws lambda is what preferred for the uh, development of different services it can be card service it can be payment service and you can use aws lambda or similar other service that can be uh, created and all the different services can be orchestrated using the refactor space so that that will provide a uh, one common api gateway so the way by way by which we develop this using the refactor space is first we will uh, create an aws account uh, and then we will uh, look into the refactor space service there we create an environment we can create different environments for development staging and production and underneath environment we can create the application so one application is called on gateway so if you are migrating your existing monolithic application ideally you will create a api gateway and then we can create multiple services 
that will be working on behalf of this application each working uh, each service will work independently each can be developed using its own way so different services and different routes can be set as well so imagine if there are three services each for adding removing and getting products then we can hand those services and we can associate that with a route and then we can orchestrate it with the um, help of refactor space and the final output will be a common api gateway so whenever a user um, uh, common gateway so whenever a user needs to test this new migrated one they can uh, they can contact via the uh, gateway that will then orchestrate all the different behind the scene layers so this way incrementally you can migrate it can also communicate with the um, existing if the, if you have an existing application you can have communication with that as well this way uh, uh, you can incrementally migrate your existing application to micro services with the help of aws services so and once you have an entire migration done then decommissioning the existing service can be possible and by decommissioning then uh, all the advantages that you would get as a microservice architecture you would get from uh, your new newly uh, found microservice um, uh, newly migrated microservice uh, application provided if you have considered all the different factors that i have mentioned in the earlier episode as well as Uh, in this episode in addition to that you can also go through the book uh, monolith to microservices by sam newman which is available on uh, the orelli publication so thank you uh, this episode is a continuation of the previous episode so uh, and it's uh, fit within half an hour and this episode particularly focused on the migration part if you are directly listening this episode i would recommend you to listen the previous episode as well to get a clear understanding of how to develop a microservice architecture using the aws service even though the concepts that we have understood here are mentioned in terms of aws service it equally applies to the different other cloud vendors as well So thank you for listening this episode have a great day